Okay, welcome back to the Pod. Thank you all for the support in the last episode. Thank you, Chris, for coming on. Uh, episode fucking bang, lads. So appreciate you all watching. Uh, obviously, a ton of value there to be bought from Chris. Uh, today, we have a very special guest on, someone that I've actually been chasing for a while, man. Probably like way back when I started this, I was like, he'd be a good guest to have on. And uh, we were just saying, you haven't done a lot of podcasts. Yeah, bro, it's been... Sorry. No, you're all good. I'd say... Let me think. Last podcast I done was with... Alex Plamadilla, shout out to you, oh, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because that, that makes sense, because I was trying to look back to be like, here, I want to make sure I don't come up with the same shit he's done before. Nah, bro, literally my whole life has done a 180 since the last time I was on a podcast, so well, that was good. That was the, the golden era of, like, Irish fitness. It was, bro, that was, like, the glory days. That, I missed that shit. When we had a... When we had a... We just had Sean on before he left for Australia, and they were, chat, they were chatting about that as well, about, like, the meeting up in Stevens Green and all the boys about, like, I love talking about good, that good, shit it's good, like good. nostalgic as fuck uh, we'll, get, we'll get into it I just want to get uh, <laughs> I know your whole story I watched you since since like you started doing it man I watched you since back in your parents gaff back in the bunk beds like all that shit I remember all that so uh, but I haven't I don't think I've, I've heard you chat about it on a podcast so like what, what was uh, what was life like growing up when you were younger what was the this setup when you were you know going into your early teens let me give the the upcoming of Glenn real quick so how far do we want to go back? I'd, I'd want to go back to where you start, like, you know, maybe secondary school, t- 12, 13. Okay, I would say if I was to describe me as a kid, a very active, sporty, social kid. Yeah, I played football since I was like six years old. Got into a bit of boxing, MMA, and then bodybuilding came in when I was about 15, and then everything else just slowly tapered off, bro. Um, obviously with, with martial arts and stuff, the lighter you are, the better. Mm. And mixed with me wanting to just be bigger, because when you're a short lad, you don't want to, you can't grow this way, so may as well grow that way. Going up at six, six foot nah, five. I think it was just it was in me, bro. The whole bodybuilding was in me from the get go. I, I did love football, and I almost fell out of love with football once mm. it got to like a certain level. So football is good when you're playing out on the street with your friends, but the moment you start getting up to like high leagues in Ireland, I think I was playing. NDSL, Premier, which is like yeah. second highest league in Ireland. Um, you start to lose love for it, bro. Like I had a passion for just playing ball, but I didn't have a passion for going in and doing 60 minutes of drills and yeah. fucking. And so I, I ended up, I just lost love for football and then bodybuilding took over that. But All the boys in your team probably thinking like, we're going pro. Like that's like, bro, A lot of them did. A lot of them are playing in the UK and stuff yeah. now. I don't keep up with them, but I know a lot of them did go out when we were in like third year and stuff. A lot of the lads left school and went to the UK to play ball. So... Um, got into bodybuilding about 14, 15, was still in school. What about, what about like career aspirations? In what sense? Like what was the dream job? Like not even the dream job. Like when I was younger, I wanted to be a vet. And then like, obviously when you get to like 17, 18 years, that's not, that's not realistic. You know, since I was like, since I was like 10 years old, I I just wanted to sing, you know? No, bro. (laughs) Since I was like 10 years old, it was, I was a YouTuber. So I like manifested this shit, no joke. So I had like many different periods of this whole social media stuff. Maybe one day when I hit like a million subs or something, touch wood if I do, I'm going to release all these old ass channels, bro. Me like six years old, (laughs) bro. It's funny shit, but I have it all. I have it all. Like it's all still there, but it's all private. So only I can see it. Mm. And one day it's going to be released to the public. I've had fucking a football channel, the eight gaming channels, um, an editor channel. Like I've been around, bro. I've football, been on this YouTube. I've been on this, bro. <laughs> bro, no joke. I had a football channel. 
<laughs> and the intro was me hitting like a free kick. <laughs> We're like some welcome, weird welcome, back, welcome back, everyone. <laughs> oh man, one day I'm gonna release all that stuff, bro, and just maybe when I disappear from the internet, that's gonna be I'm the done. only thing that's left of me. I'm gonna delete all the good videos and just leave that. <laughs> so people are like, get this Glenn Gillick to get millions of views. Like, yeah, people, yeah, exactly, bro. People, blows up. Or you know what it is, man? When people blow up, people find these videos, mm. even. Even if it's private, it could have been clipped by someone 15 years ago, put on Reddit, buried in the fucking feed, and people will find this. So there's almost like, if I don't make sure it's all private, it's not just mine, but one day I'm going to release it. Where was I with the... Um, who who were you watching? If you wanted, you'd be a YouTuber when you were younger. Who was, what kind of content were you watching on you? I didn't even know YouTube existed, man. When I was, when I was until I was maybe 15, oh, 16, now? 29. Okay. It's old, like. Bro, you're only two years older than me. Yeah, but like that's what. So you watched YouTube 17 years ago, or like fucking 15 years ago. Like. Watch. I was into gaming for so. Yeah. Let me see if I can. Um, that's like the old side man. Let like me see that, if that I can hit some crew. names here. Would you see Nanners? You ever watch gaming? No. Oh, the first game. The first gaming channel I watched was like would have been early Sidemen boys. Like that would have been the first oh, kind I of. I still run don't even watch Sidemen. That type of content from. Mm, I don't want to say anything, but yeah. that type of content just isn't for me. You know, stuff. Look, that, KSI <laughs> calls him out. Like, what? bro, I, I just I find it hard to certain people's senses of humor. Like that stuff, sidemen stuff would make a six year old laugh. I don't know if it would ever make me. Laugh. I'm a I'm a hard one to crack. If it's yeah. someone trying to crack a joke, I'm a hard one to crack. So who makes you laugh? Who makes me laugh? Mm. Kevin Hart. Yeah, he's funny. Funny motherfucker. Any creators? Who else? Creators. Off to, bro, I don't I don't consume a lot now, so Do you watch any Danny Duncan or anything like that? No. He, no. he can't make me laugh. Oh fuck. Maybe something he does where yeah. a reaction. You know I, what I love, bro? Cold reactions. So yeah, if you yeah. do something and you know it's funny, just sit like this. Mm. I about, love that. What about the uh, you know the pranksters that'll go up and be like they'll go up to some shop and be like or like old nelk where they go up and just have to keep like a straight face talking to someone. Yeah, I, lo- I that love bro, funny. that humor, that's that's what gets me. I hate yeah. though Salim like that. Was yeah, like, yeah, bro, I love all that shit. But the humor where someone almost finds themselves funny and they laugh. I can't laugh. It has to be, that's what I know. You know what I do? I consume Nelk stuff. But see, they, they low-key dropped off with the whole, what made them, but I still like their new content now. It's mainly the podcast now, but I used to love the shit where they'd go around and there'd be a group of them traveling the world for yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. A vi- one video and there's yeah. like six different locations and they're trolling old ladies at a winery. Yeah. I love all that oh, shit. Oh man, the fucking, <laughs> the wine ones where Celine's like, yeah, get, get easy. He'd be like, get the, get the van ready. I'm going to fucking Did you, did you see the one myself. where they, um, they were almost turfed out of country by a cartel or something? I don't yeah, know. do you remember the, uh, they, they had this guy doing their tour with them and he was like, he was just a guy from Mexico or like a guy working in Mexico and they were like, uh, Basically, he'd warned them like three times, no more taking the piss by bringing anywhere else. Yeah. And then this is when they like launched themselves over all the tables. And your, right, ma- your right. man was like, I'm not fucking helping you. You're there like- was like an era with you two where it was just peak. And I feel like it was leading into, but obviously COVID. Um, that's when the, that's when YouTube was like at its peak. Ever since then, it's low-key dropped off. Like mm. I know was, I don't watch a lot. Obviously, we're doing more. Mm. We're out more, but... That's when Nelk was popping just before COVID. Nelk was popping. I don't know what were they doing during COVID because they obviously couldn't travel. Remember they did the uh, they had the house and they were doing like the shit skit. That's when they started traveling because it was closed. So they go COVID? they'd go and do like South they go into like South yeah, America. Was like that, those I was ones. Thinking, that was the where, COVID was that, period. Yeah, well, I was thinking, how were they traveling? So Nelk was private, bro. <laughs> or you know what, bro? Let me let me bring it back. I think the golden era of YouTube was. As cringe as it was, you remember when Jake Paul was popping yeah, off, yeah, Logan yeah, Paul, yeah, fucking yeah, 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 every yeah. day, bro. That was yeah. like the peak. 
yeah. of that platform. I remember being so invested in that and I was like, this is the fucking craziest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, but it was the fakest beef ever. It was. Like. But like, the man, him, like, Poland is misses and all like that's crazy. Like wait, what? When Logan was, it was like remember when the, the whole Alyssa Jake Logan oh, thing, shit. and then it came out and they were like, and we were like, oh maybe I kissed Alyssa, and I was like, no, no, you actually, yeah, you actually pulled it. I like, think you, yeah, you did. That. Yeah, like that's Can we crazy. Say fuck this? Yeah, yeah, you can say whatever you want. Yeah, um, speaking of golden air of YouTube, I watched your first YouTube video yesterday. Wow, your very, 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 very first what video. What was it? Uh, well, your first one where you vlog, so you had two bodybuilding, just like transformation videos, no talking, mm-hmm. and then your first one, you're like in the car. Uh, the old beamer, the old, old beamer. And you're like chatting about going through a workout or whatever. Uh, video got fucking, it's not a 4K or something. I, I need like to go back and look crazy at Crazy shit. Like, um, do you remember anything about like the, the motivation to first start recording your videos or like where the, the motivation came from and maybe how you felt recording it? Was it comfortable? Did you enjoy it? All that shit. Where did motivation come from? You know, bro, this is, when I, when I say manifestation, I, I, I don't always mean you're t- now you're waking up every day. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. But you almost see potential where where potential isn't obvious. Mm. So I think motivation just to start YouTube was I saw who was making videos in Ireland. Mm. And obviously, oh bro, I've been on a wild YouTube journey that not a lot of people know about. So I had editing down. Like I was a sick editor. Like a cook up, bro. Mm. Like I was a good editor. That was that was a, a little niche because there wasn't a whole lot of editing and fitness. It yeah. was straight just jump cuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the workouts were sometimes just a whole raw set with. It's with Kevin's on iMovie, man. That's all exactly, everyone could do. Bro. Like, and yeah. I was like, I was cooking on Saudi Vegas. I was levels above, <laughs> bro. So all these like years of chipping away at all these channels, it gave me that. It gave me that little extra nudge with this. So that was that was the first thing I was like, okay, I've got I've got good editing. So even if I want to make a video and I'm not that big, I could probably make. People keep watching the video through editing. Was that what you thought made you like your channel do well? Is how big, like your physique was like a huge part. No, of- I'll get into. It. I'll get. So the second one was obviously physique. I was training long. Um, I'd say Rob. Let me think. Rob was popping when I. It was just Rob. Popping. I think Rob was the I only was one not. like going like. Nah, I want to give a shout out to Alex again, bro. Alex from there, yeah. Alex, I used to watch his shit back in the day. The full days of every day was a full day. Of, or every upload was a full day of eating, and I used to watch that kid. Um, let me think. I think the only other one was Rob. I don't know if, I don't know if Kyle was making videos. No. I remember your your Stevens Green plug was like you, Sean, Kyle, Alex. That might be it. Those might have been. It was like Rob who was like already like had grown significantly, and then there was like you four lads who were all starting to grow as well. Yeah, and that was like the little crew. Yeah, and, and then, then and then there was also Shan. Shan was making videos. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's. I didn't anyway, bro. I was like, all right, I have a decent physique. I can edit. Um, I was fairly strong, and I had, bro. The main thing is personality. Yeah, I always you thought, had you, thought you were funny. Not, no, not that I thought I was funny. I just I knew I wasn't like talking to a wall. Like if you're talking to me, we can get deep. I have personality. I've, I've charisma. I've sense of humor. So I was like, why not? It was almost like it wasn't a competitive thing. It wasn't like I can make better videos, but it was like there's definitely a niche here. Yeah. There was no editing. There was fuck all editing. Everybody was, hey, what's up, guys? Buh, 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 yeah. buh. Whereas I was the complete opposite. I was just, hey, guys. Yeah, I was the complete opposite. I was yeah. just a nut. I was just a nut job on camera. Um, so I honest, that was genuinely the reason I started. I almost saw like a gap. I saw a gap for Glenn, bro. Mm. Let me. There was this. There was the Irish fitness scene, and I knew there was just, there was a piece missing. Mm. And it was me. <laughs> but, uh, That's genuinely the only reason I started. Do you? Uh, 
like so when you first start and we'll get into this a little bit more but um a period i like to talk about most of my guests is that period before things start going well and you can like your your passion turns into your career and you have that period where you're mm. grinding on the side making money making no money or doing your the, your, the gig you want to do and like that whole battle between fuck when is this going to start paying off a little bit so i remember you used to work it was a fucking shoe shop Hello. yeah man you were in like i used to remember your videos you'd like just have a i have an eight eight to fucking two or something Bro, then i'm back to make videos the yeah. stock room life take oh. your take your soul that shit man you know retail is not bad i worked on the floor now though but um <clears throat> the whole is everything good yeah, the whole um true. putting on a fake I'm happy. Everything's great. To greet everyone to get commission is it's soul destroying, bro. Like that commission thing, that commission in retail, it's soul destroying. Someone walks one step in the door and your supervisor's eyeing everybody up, and the first person over to that person, it's I, it's just it also too much, bro. That's why I was like, you just put me up in the stock room. But then that ended up just being just long, man. Like ten hour days in a stock room, and you know when it comes to Christmas and Black Friday and. There's a hundred people just trying on shoes and you're a one-man army up there and you're flying around sweating, stinking. Do you feel walkie-talkie? Like, no, there's a little thing. There's a little, uh, I, oh, how do they do it again? There's a thing on the wall where they just tap a number or tap a shoe because yeah. all the numbers, Glenn. all the shoes have numbers. Yeah. Bro, that's the thing. They have a shoe and they shout, there's a shoe like, Glenn. But it, I don't know. Like I, I, I wasn't saying it, was a, it wasn't a hard job, mm. but it was just long, bro. What about the, uh, like, in that period, you're obviously working, and then every spare bit of time is going to making YouTube That's the videos. Thing, bro, I was I was grinding. I definitely sometimes I look back at that land and, and miss it a bit because mm. once you're not that you're complacent, but there's definitely there's more. You have more to give when you have nothing. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. So when you have nothing, you're waking up. You, you want to give everything, but when you have a little bit, you have a bit of luxury. You, you almost have to keep forcing yourself to push. Mm. But I'm the type of person, bro. I'll always want more. I feel like that's. That's like ne- that's like a part of our nature as a human. We just keep wanting more, and if you don't, if you don't take periods to appreciate everything you have, it's just it'll never end. So that's one thing I practice lately, bro. Mm-hmm. Gratification, man. Grat- I'm, I'm waking up like, let me breathe in this cold yeah. Dublin air. Yeah, but yeah. it's good, man. It's it, it, again the, the whole work thing. It wasn't. I didn't work a hard job. I wasn't a laborer. I wasn't out doing crazy hours on, on like a site, but. And it was definitely a job that made me want to get the fuck up out of there. So, mm. did you, uh, was there any periods through that where you were like, man, fuck this YouTube thing? I want to start making some money because there's no money probably coming in the YouTube yeah. side yet. And I'm, you're giving, you're probably fucking 50 videos in, killing you know yourself was, on the edit. If I didn't have a passion for this, so yeah. some people start, right? Let's say there's a, there's a viewer of mine and I don't know, they see you're, you're just living a better life than them. It's envy. I feel like social media is heavily carried by envy. So if anyone has anything you don't have, you'll notice yourself just being a bit more attracted to click on a video of theirs or whatever the case may be. So it could be anything, bro. It could be... You That's still ever watches Christian's videos. Bro, like, yeah, yeah, it could be you still work a nine to five, but you have a cracking girlfriend. People will watch your videos. It's that little bit of envy. So the more, the more boxes you can check with envy, the more people will watch. Um, sorry, what was the question? I got pure sidetracked. Like there. when you were, uh, when you're doing that, and you're making videos, and you're like, maybe some of your mates are starting to get like bigger careers, and they're starting to make like full time money, and you're like, man, boom. There's no yeah. guarantees on your YouTube channel. Do you know Honestly, what I mean? again, it's it's pure passion, bro. It's like there, even even when shit's been going good, there's been periods where I'm like, this is it, I'm done. Mm. Where shit's just stagnated mm. or even going down, bro. There's periods, you know, after like a bodybuilding prep, YouTube's always flying during yeah. a bodybuilding prep. Then you come home or me, I'm coming home. Last year was was heavy. So I, I done the two months in Houston. Mm. 
shit was popping, bro. Mm-hmm. Socials were popping. The Jesse James video. Yeah, bro. That was the most random thing ever. I, I was in the gym. I, I Like, this was... For my videos, I film over like a three-day period and then compile it into one video. That's like my, my schedule. It's film three days, one video, three days, one video. So mm-hmm. it's two a week. And we were on the last day. I was like, bro, let's just... We weren't even going to bring the camera to the gym. It was one of them, bro. Mm-hmm. I was like, just fucking just bring it. I have no good... If I don't have a good reason not to do it, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. So unless there's like, I'm fucking on my deathbed and there's so much excuses where it's like too... You blog right, that off. anyway, like... Let's, yeah, I'll, I'll always just say, because I had Adam over there with me. Shout out, Adam. I was like, just bring the camera. I have no intention of filming, but just bring it. Mm. We're like, yeah. Then on the way, you know, Pri's kicking in, feeling good. I'm like, just start rolling, bro. Mm. Random intro to a video, walk in, couple of sets into a, into a chess workout. Hey guys. Jesse rolls over. He's like, Glenn. I'm like, Jesse. Because me and Jesse have spoken before, uh, before, bro. He, um, at the very start of lockdown, he DM'd me and was like, let's do a collab. And me and him were in and around the same views, yeah. same subs. And wow. I was like, I was like, bro, let's hold off until we can do no 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 no. let's hold off until we can do it in person because i wasn't i wasn't fond of the whole you upload a video to my channel and i upload a video to yours because that's what he was getting at what do you mean like you you both record a piece of content and then give it to each other and literally literally you upload that was that was the vibe he was looking for um and i was like bro let's hold off because me and you me and you could click because he's 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 an outgoing person as well he's definitely not hey what's up he's definitely just a bit of a nut job like me but you need to be bro um, so I was like, hold off. We kept that connection. We kept talking, replying to DMs, chats about this, chats about that. He ended up working with um, Rise. Remember Rise I used to be with? And Bloomon. Did he? Yeah, yeah, we sponsored Sick. him. Like, way, like this is back in his parents' gaff when he was still in Spartan in New Jersey or whatever. We got that's, when he, that's when yeah, he was yeah, yeah. killing it, bro. This yeah. fellow was in his parents' gaff. We did a sponsor. He, one of, we sponsored one of his videos where he did his first uh, Tinder date, asking a Tinder date to come and train. That, pro- oh, that two, went two, viral, two, didn't two it? Two and a half million or something. <laughs> My my the lads in my office are like, oh, who the fuck? Sam just figured it out. Like, that oh, guy, and like, did he charge you before or after that video? He charged before. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Uh, definitely got to steal. Because I remember when he sent it to me, I was like, I don't know, man. If we're gonna be able to, like, is it like very sexual? And he was like, ah, it's kind of joking around, banged. I was like, yeah, can we sponsor the fucking series, please. Sick. Um, but yeah, no, me and him kept, kept a connection. So when um, and that was the first time we ever saw each other in person. So it was like we already knew each other. Mm. We had spoke so much. And sometimes, you know, if you're speaking to someone about business and stuff, you get deep. And if people are like, he he hit me up. I don't know if I want to say this exactly, but I'm not going to say there was issues, but we had a company we both had, or we both had been in touch with. And, you know, just what do you think about this? Or I wasn't blooming anyway, so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, we were at, we, we, he was obviously, or we were at that level where we could ask a question like that to each other. So when we met each other in person, it was just a boom. So that, that that wasn't like, you know, meeting up with a big YouTuber, nervous, none of this. It was yeah. just so natural, bro. And that video just popped. Did you have, um, just going, like I said to you there that we had Sean on the pod recently, right? And I asked him a question about when he quit, I was like, did you, do you, did you watch Glenn in those five years? And be like, fuck man, he went, he went on and did it. And you went off, went for the corporate job. Did you ever feel like regrets or anything like that? That and was a question I asked. That, I asked him that. No way. And he said, uh, he said, I'd be lying if I said I didn't. Uh, like look at you and be like, man, if I just kept the head down like Glenn did, maybe I'd be achieving the same Bro, stuff. I, I've, I've said it so many times. Um, I was over with Kyle uh, th- that two months when I was in Houston. Kyle lives in Houston now. And I just don't understand why why almost everybody stopped. Because I've been in those periods, bro, where shit is just not going good mm. like, at all. It's just not in me to stop. I obviously, I, I think he said he just lost the passion for it or he mm. just, 
I'm not sure exactly why he stopped. I think he'd, he'd put a lot of time into his college degree and he was like, I need to go and see what I can do with that. At least, basically. yeah, at least yeah, get at least your foot. Yeah, because again, he, he probably could have kept going at this and then regretted not yeah. dipping into that for a bit. What what do you see when he goes, when you see people dropping off and you're like, I'm not, yeah, you like full steam ahead. I'm not fucking stopping. Like, Bro, when I see people drop off, I just want to go harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's obviously a reason someone dropped off or it's obviously a period they were going through where they just weren't feeling like everything was going good. So when I get in those periods, I'm like, what do people do? Mm. They drop off. It's also, it just makes me keep going, you know? It's not even, I don't even know if it's that. I think it's like people are like, oh, I'm not getting 50K views Bro, a I'll, video. Knock, I'll knock on the door till the day I die and someone's going to open at some point. But that's it. Like that's, even when I was saying that to him, he was like, I, you know what you lose, you do it for four years, you lose a bit of confidence, you're getting 5K a video. And you're like, well, it didn't happen. So I guess it's not happening for me. Yeah. Whereas you know, like, in fairness to you, man, Every fucking week, it feels like during my college run, every just Glenn banging out videos and doing daily videos. <laughs> but like, bro, you know this is this is there's periods that people don't see. So what I'd say is a lot more harder to deal with mentally is having felt a certain level of view. So let's say during when was sick for me, um, twenty twenty, bro, was a big year for just oh, my vlogs. Here. Yeah, I hit a viral video, random viral video. It was a sit down video, five minutes, me talking about being shredded, and this is where this is where how life how life works, bro. If you, or I've noticed, if you just take a risk with no guarantee, weird pieces of the puzzle puzzle just fall into place. So I ended up taking a risk. I'm, I'm going to move out of parents' house. So I just had enough to support moving out every month because it was expensive as fuck, bro. Dublin's expensive. So I'm like, this is going to get me, this is going to make me want to grind more. I'm in my own environment, own space. Yeah. So I can create whatever atmosphere I want. It's not just waking up. Parents are in a bad humor. Yeah. Everyone's in the way, cooking in the morning and just, you know, You're trying to vlog. Like. Yeah. Like you have, uh, so I basically treated that apartment like this is my like studio. Yeah. This is, yeah, this whole thing is just a YouTube apartment. That's yeah, what yeah, was in yeah. my head. Yeah. Ended up going out, viewing apartment, signing, signing contracts, whatever. The week after, bro, I was stuck for a video. And I'm, I'm someone that, not right now, I don't mind taking days off or whatever, because I'd prefer just uploading a good video over hitting uh, an upload date. But back then, it was, you never miss an upload date, yeah. right? So I'm like, I think I had like four hours before I had to upload. Every, every, every time it was a 9 p.m. upload. I'm like, shit, what do I do? I'm like, let me just think of a video I can sit down and just chat about real quick. Mm. And it was... um. I done like five minutes of research, bro. I typed in shredded. There was a couple of videos. It was the reality. I think what was the name of the video? The ugly truth about being shredded. I'm like, let me just recreate that. (laughs) Right, bro. Sat down five minutes, talked about, and it was all off top. I don't ever script anything at all ever. Most of my stuff is usually one take as well. Yeah, and that's like a skill, bro. Yeah, if if you take some time off, then it's not. Then there's a couple of jump cuts, a couple of files deleted but anyway filmed this video five minute video uploaded it went to bed because i'm uploading late went to bed woke up shit was flying bro i think i, I think i had grown like two thousand subs overnight video was on like 50k and i'm just like no this doesn't make sense i put hours weeks into videos before i'm, yeah. I'm waking up there it's weird bro you know the way when you can feel a video start to do good like let's say you have a podcast that has a, a couple more views the last one yes yeah, the sooner. last one is the one i just had a couple more views sooner than usual so you're like right this is doing good and you can feel that I'm, incline. On, I'm on 70 after four days bro no bro you can feel you can almost feel the incline of views whereas this was like normal views at night and then out of nowhere boom. so i'm like what what piece am i missing here what what's the recipe right here because if i could recreate this with other videos i could fly but it's like it's 
there is no recipe for a video like that. It's it's almost like someone manually in YouTube saw that video and said, there you go. and said, I like this kid. You know, what, <laughs> you know, what, you know what, Glenn's, Glenn's been working hard. But listen, Fuck it. that video popped off. I think it had a million in a week. Oh, Bro, shit. I grew like 15,000 subs in yeah. a week. Probably more. Oh, that's probably a lie. Probably more. The trickle effect after probably I'd say in total because of that video, about 25K subs. Yeah. And it's mad, bro. You'll vlog for six years and you'll gain 10K subs and you upload a video talking about being shredded. And it's weird how this whole platform works. Mm. Anyway, I took that, took that risk to get the apartment. And then Ellen Nower hit my first, or I think it was, was it my first? No, second viral video. But I always think till this day, bro, if I hadn't just pulled that trigger on a move that I was hesitant on, would I have just randomly got this viral video? If I was still, nah, let me stay, let me stay complacent, let me stay comfortable. I genuinely feel like, Everything wouldn't have played out how it did. So it's weird, bro. I, I'm big on on the second I see a risk, even if it's risky as fuck, I have to risk everything. I'm on it. I'm on it, bro. Just that, just how life works after that, because you'll never be able to guess how it's gonna how it's gonna play out. So mm. you can sit here and you can guess how how next week's gonna play out, how the week after. But it's because you're comfortable, you've scheduled everything. Nothing, no, you're not gonna let anything outside come in because now I have my schedule. This is me. Boom, 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 boom. Mm. Whereas I'm big on risk, bro. If there's something that will throw off the rest of my whole year, if this goes wrong, I'm on it. Because it will never play out as bad. You'll always think the worst, but it will usually play out better than you've assumed in your head. You're in You're in the perfect industry then. If you like the, like, do you like the unknowing? Like, man, I could hit a video. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mad that because some people are like, no, I have a salary. I get paid good money. I know what's coming. You could hit a viral video tomorrow and make fucking ton of cash or bro, you could have a really quiet year and like videos aren't popping and like that kind of unknowingness i guess is what spurs you on you know? you know i'm almost in a habit of not trying to plan like my weeks or my months mm. i feel like i don't have the power to know what the fuck i'm gonna do for the next month mm. i know people journal and they write down it's a good thing to get clarity and and feel again when you write down what you're doing for the week you feel comfortable mm. you know you feel like i'm ready for the week now i'm set I know what I'm doing tomorrow at this time, this, this, that. Whereas I'm the type of person, I'll, plan, I'll, I'll have a general idea. Like I know I need to film on this day or I need to be here like we are on this day. But if something pops up, if something pops up, I'll, I'll already have low-key a free schedule. I'll call it a free schedule. Mm. Obviously, if it's I'm filming a video, I can drop that if there's a huge opportunity. But yeah. I'll almost leave gaps for the unknown because I, I don't feel like I, I have the power to know what's happening next month what's happening the month after that like two weeks ago or was it a week ago um random i don't know what popped up on my feed it was something to do with dubai i looked over at am i'm like let's go dubai yeah. booked it that night bro flew two days later if i had had stuff booked in for that week i'm like ah, i can't go let's let's hold it back for two weeks uh something pops up and it never happened so i almost like leave gaps bro in my schedule just for weird things like that what uh we've got two minutes left in this half yeah. it's fucking flying man uh Talking about Dubai, how do you how do you like it as a place? Bro, Dubai is how do I explain Dubai? It's a mix between holiday and living. So if you want, you you could have a week of feeling like you're on holiday, even if you live there. Like there's locations you can be in where you can genuinely feel like you're on the part of a new strip. Mm. And it's all tourists, it's all people coming in and you know only there for a week so they're living it up but then if you drive 20 minutes you've just all are all residents so it's like the best of both worlds you have the weather as well sorry you have the view um sick gyms bodybuilding's huge over there mm. i could definitely see myself probably being 
posted up there by the end of this year. That's like fuck. T- yeah. Give me give me a negative about it. A negative. It's like a money grab. Yeah. It's like if you do what I do, like social media, again, half of this stuff is envy. So if you are weak-minded, you could go over there and I just lose your ring, bro, and be home in the next yeah. six months. But that's not me. Like, I, I, bro, I do not spend money like that. Like, I, fair, I did splash a little bit over there, but it was because I wanted to taste, bro, a little yeah. taste of luxury every now and then, even if it burns a hole in your pocket. Mm. Trust me, if you go back to your normal life, you're like, I want that more. If, you, if you've never tasted that, you don't really know what you're missing out on. So I rented the, uh, the Rolls Royce. As you do, yeah. Bro, just those little tastes of things. Maybe it could be, it could be upgrading a, an airplane seat. It could be... Flying first class for the first time in your life, you'll get off that flight, and I guarantee you'll have a fire under your ass that day. Just little little things like that. You said that when you first start making like a little bit of bread, and you get to go to Dubai, and like you get to give yourself some experiences to motivate you. Mm-hmm. How different was that to like, you know, going from from when you're growing up to now having some of the disposable income? You kind of spoke about the motivation changing and stuff like that. Uh, what keeps you like grounded? Like, how is it like a lot of people with what you have now? I don't want to say success because like they'll piss you off, but like achieving what you're achieving, a lot of people will get complacent or be like, "Grand, I did it." I feel like because it was it was a slow process. Mm. There was no jumping from having a regular or what we would consider a regular income to having a lot of money. Because if there was, I'd say I'd say it would be a lot different. But because it was very slow, I accustomed to every part of that journey so if bro it feels the exact same you don't feel any different well obviously you're going to feel different because your lifestyle is a bit different but it almost feels the exact same as if i had enough money to go down and buy a new pair of shoes when i was working full-time i now i just fly to dubai and have enough money to grab a rolls i'm just like grabbing a rolls for a day is not that expensive people Mm. probably think it's it's thousands it's not Mm. but it's it feels the same if so you, you, you don't like view money different. Like I'm still that type of person that if I go down to the shopping center and I see a T for 60, it's too expensive, bro. It doesn't matter if, I, if I've earned X, 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 X this month. That's yeah. too expensive for a T, bro. <laughs> oh, bro, I'm still like, I'll, you'll still catch me in Primark pennies, mm-hmm. grabbing tees to train in. I'll still train and rip tees. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm not someone who is silly with money or has a spending problem but again it feels the bro it feels the exact same as when you work at nine to five and you have this income and how you view buying a, a new pair of shoes it would feel that exact same way for me to like book a lovely pad in dubai so it doesn't feel any less or more or like it it, it buries less of a hole in your pocket so just because it was such a slow process it still feels like I'm the exact same Glenn. Obviously, there's more around me, but the exact same Glenn. It doesn't feel like it was an overnight success and I have all this money and I'm buying this and I feel like that broke Glenn getting these really good things. So I feel like um, it's always going to feel like that if it's a slow process, even if I was earning a million a year and I was driving this car and had this mansion and this, but I guarantee if it was a slow process, it would probably still feel the same. Again, it comes down to us being human, bro. You're, you always become accustomed to everything you have and I hate that. I'll always try and appreciate, uh, like getting a coffee in a coffee shop instead of making an instant coffee. Like I was on, I was on the instant coffee. I felt dirty paying that today, <laughs> bro. Four fifty. I'm out now. Four fifty is expensive for a I coffee, knew, bro. I, knew, I nearly smacked him on the place. He's like, yeah, four fifty is madness. We you bought, know, in Dubai it caught me. So they have Durham, mm. and Durham is like, so I need. To, let's say you're two fifty for a coffee. That would be four times. That would be ten. Mm. So it's always just a multiple of four. So I'm going in, I'm like 
20 Durham for a coffee, that's cheap. Yeah. But then I'm, I'm, I'm leaving and Em's like, that was a fiver. And I'm like, shit, yeah. the Durham catches you, bro. So it's, it's, what were we talking about there? I completely forgot the, the, the small things like luxuries. Mm. Uh, I'm still the exact same Glenn, bro. What about I have uh, more, but I'm, everything feels the exact same. What about your parents? What do your parents make it like from where, from what maybe I can imagine them at the start when you start recording videos, they go, oh, it's kind of Glenn's little project that he does and he'll, yeah. he'll get his full-time job. So were they supportive? Like, yeah, more so as you put it, but also like parents are naturally concerned that their kids are going to be able to support themselves. And then you turn into from, I don't know if him making videos on the internet is going to ever make him be able to pay his own place. Yeah, to, bro, like, to, to I, parents, I'm moving out now. Yeah. Have my own place. Like, bro, I dropped out of college and shit to do this. So I, I hadn't really anything to show for it. I hadn't anything to show for it. Mm. Well, I was I only doing the first year and dropped straight out. Mm. I didn't have anything to show for it. So that's why I had to. I, you I don't even have work. previous examples to show them. Be like, bro, this, this guy's doing I, it. You know, that's the only reason I had to stay employed. Otherwise, I was out. So I did, that was, that was like, I didn't even like work. And I was always that type of person who'd like work a job for a month and leave and do another job and leave. Just that lad. Um, I would say mother was definitely supportive. Bro, my father doesn't even know what Facebook is. Like he, he's not on internet. You won't catch it. Like he, there's not a trace of of him online. There's not a name. There's not a login. There's not an image. There's no. Where'd you get that photo of me? <laughs> There's not even a bird cert. No, I'm joking. Um, so for him, he was definitely he was definitely a tough one to crack. I'd say it, w- it wasn't until I like showed a bank statement or showed a day as income, like you know, I launch a plan and it's like a big day. It wasn't until then where he's like, all right, he has something here, so he almost saw me as just booming around the gaff. Yeah. So that was definitely a hard one, you know. Two grown men at the gaff. There's a bit of tension every now and then between. It's always like that. I don't know what it is in every household, but. You'll always have a couple of run-ins with your dad. And then on top of that, you're still living there. You're not having anything because I dropped the job down once I earned a little bit, but it still wasn't enough to show or no no lifestyle change happened. So there wasn't like, look, I just got this car. I'm making money. It was just Glenn left his job. What is he doing? He's bumming around. All that's happening is you're in the gaff more. Like (laughs) I did it. Bro, you know, you're you're like, I'm like trying to act busy and stuff in the morning. Yeah, I'm getting back to emails. There was no emails, bro. Shirt and tie on the morning. Yeah, exactly. So he was definitely a tough one to crack. Um, did the moment I, you moved out were they like fuck um, yeah bro I won't lie it was it was it was probably a 180 for my parents because I once after a certain stage I'm like right you know I'm earning enough because I'm paying them what I'm paying to live here plus I'm still going out having them not having nights out mm. whatever so they knew I was earning enough money but they obviously had no idea what I was earning mm. so I think the first thing I done was bought the car mm. the red beamer is that the one you have outside? That's the That's same one, bro. Bro, trust me. Every, every, uh, I've always said it since I got that car. I don't think I'll ever buy another car again. I don't think that was like the dumbest thing I could have done at that time. But again, you're young. You may as well just fucking make mistakes then, all right? I'd rather make that mistake then than when I'm in my 30s buying a Lambo and they'd be like, shit, I just spent 250K and I don't even like this car. Yeah, and then, then you but, get, um, get one piece of work done to it and you're like, what, 10 grand to get the oil changed? Like, mad. Bro. But it, it was it was around that point where they were like, all right, he's onto something here. Because I still, I, w- I was never, even if I had a good day, I wouldn't go in and, and talk about it. I'm the type of person who, if shit's going good, bro, I'm silent. Mm. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to, even if it's like a best friend, I'm dead silent. Mm. I believe in all that stuff, bro. The more you talk about stuff or you brag or anything like that, it's just where things happen, bro. Shit starts going wrong. And you ever tell someone you're going to do something before you do it and it just doesn't happen. Or maybe you can tell someone you're going to do it just to push you to do it, but 
you could tell so, someone about an opportunity that, that is about to happen for you. Like someone got on to you and they offered you this or this yeah. or that. You tell people and then something just happens and it doesn't play out. And the next time you see them, they're like, I did it. And you go, yeah. And you're like, yeah, <sighs> didn't happen, bro. don't talk about it. Uh, but yeah, bro, it was when I got the car, it was, it wasn't short after, or it wasn't too long after I moved out. So then they're like, right, he's doing good. And then it was move out. It was, they saw me traveling. They saw me mix with people like my father now, because I'm in all that, he'll click on a couple of fitness videos. So he'll know who CG is and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he watched one of CG's videos. Christian's videos and I'm in it. It was a summer shredding video. It was like yeah, the recap of mm. one of the show weekends and I'm in it with my camera like pointed up and stuff. And he's yeah, like, yeah. so it's little things like that. Like they know I'm set now. They know I'm good now, but it, it was definitely, it was the car. And then it was, it was definitely moving out because they knew how much that was costing me. Mm. And they're like, right, if he can afford this himself. and be chilling. Yeah. yeah, he's good. Your dad starts vlogging. Like, my dad, my dad has a channel. Yeah, it's yeah. did it. <laughs> um, another like, moment that at least for me as a viewer uh you used to talk a lot about like uh like getting different sponsors and getting people on board and having your dream people you want to work with mm. and then i saw that you signed with alfleet yeah and i was like let's talk about it for me anyway i remember i vividly remember you talking about alfie for a long time you talked to your followers a lot about like let's just get when we get this on board boys we are fucking going yeah. and then it happens you get signed um first of all what was the initial feeling like when you got reached out to it did seem like Athlete was taking their uh, influential marketing like to a whole new level in terms of like working with as many people as possible. Yeah, a bit too much, bro. Yeah. Uh, how did I feel? Again, bro, because my journey is such a slow process, by the time that happened, like if that had happened when Athlete was, you know, coming to yeah, Dublin, yeah. doing the meetups, I would have been ecstatic, bro. But when it happened, I was... I'm way, I'm way more deserving than this. Like I, I deserve this. So it was like, this makes sense. You mean like the athlete video era when they were doing that? Like yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. And like traveling, doing the meetups globally. It meant, it meant something to be an athlete athlete. Like rather Not just that like, it doesn't mean anything now. I but mean, I mean the, the, then the knowledge of the individuals, like I used to be like Marine signed. That's exactly, huge. Yeah, yeah, and they, they like the team flies over, they're making content. Now it's like every Instagram I see is just like affiliate, affiliate, affiliate. So the, the, the specialness seemed to get yeah. taken out a little bit. So when they got in touch, obviously I was actually, did, did I meet Christian before he got in touch? I feel like I did. I think I was over it, bro. I think I was over in Houston in January, 2021. That's a lie, bro. They got onto me before that trip. Um, sorry. But to say, did it, did it feel special or did it feel... It just felt normal, bro. It just yeah. felt right. So it wasn't that I was ecstatic just because it's alpha. It hit me up. It was like, right, numbers are doing good. This is a business. The Makes business sense. sees potential here. We could have a good partnership. And obviously, I knew Christian. I looked up to him. So I'd obviously view that company a lot higher than other companies and mm -hmm. saw what they've done in the past. So just rep in, in or from my perspective, I was like, right, this is a good company. I like the clothing and it could probably benefit me because again, bro, what I feel like where companies went wrong and I understand it from a business perspective where they just get tons of athletes, tons of codes, but you lose that touch like the OG Gymshark era, the OG Alphalete era. If they had to just kept a core unit or I'm sure it was more profitable, profitable for them to go that route, like mm -hmm. getting just tons of people. Yep. But for someone like me, where I want to be proud of, if I'm with a company, because I'm, I'm not someone that just signs with anyone or works with anyone. If I've been hit up so many times, bro, and I've put, I've put, I've put down so many deals just because I don't really mess with athletes they have or the unit they have or, or meshes they try to send out or 
I'm not someone that you can't just buy me, bro. That's that's one thing I'll always hold. You can't buy an opinion of mine. If I go, let's say, fuck, bro, a, a, a field spot pays me to come out, pays me a bag, bro, come out, say this is good. I'm going to say no, if it's shit, I'm going to say it's shit. Do you still want to go ahead with this? Uh, you can never buy an opinion. A man's word is everything to me. So when I see people getting fucking maybe clothing sent out or asked to try this and that and they're just like yeah this is great this is this this is that i just see them as an ad you are just a poster you're a billboard i've, I've never seen so many positive food reviews on tiktok in dublin now everyone's just like oh, bro, it's, I almost it's the I, I haven't seen my so many people have the best wings they've ever had in their whole life in the last year bro like how many best burgers is there <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. um but, but that that's one thing i'll always bro I'll, I'll die with that no one can ever buy an opinion even if, even if, like, it will always be stated. I'll say, if you still want to go ahead with this, if it's ass, I'm going to say it's ass. Even Ghost, bro, they sent me a product. And I don't like, oh, fuck with it. I'm on the story. This is a two out of 10. Mm. I don't like this. You might, though. Um, but an opinion can't be bought. And I just, I, I, I value being, like, if I want to work with a company, I want to make sure I feel, how do I put this? Bro, like it goes back to the to the OG days when someone signed with Gymshark or Alphalete, they were they were that athletes. You know, they were a part of that that group. It'd be a huge push, man. It'd yeah. be like people's biggest moments in their career would be like it's it was like the kill people, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were that group. They yeah. were in with that group, mm-hmm. and that's what I was. That's what I thought it was gonna be like. But then when I signed with Alphalete, bro, I was I was over in Houston in in the VIP, and it's just athletes would cross cross paths with you and not even say what's up, yeah. which in itself is very weird to me. I understand that that atmosphere over there, bro. It's very it's very competitive in in that alpha land space, and um, a lot of people have a lot of followers. And if someone says hello and gets absolutely aired, their egos hit. And I understand, so it's almost like it's tension. Yeah. But for me, if like if I'm with a, a team of people, and op- I cross an athlete, like, yeah, we yeah. should chat, we should we should connect, we should network, whatever. And just it, I don't know, it just didn't feel. Like you were part of the unit. Now, don't get me wrong. Like when it came to to Christian and like the athlete managers and all, you're like family. Mm-hmm. You you are. But um, I feel like if, if again, it's probably way better. Uh, it's probably way more profitable to go that route. And every every business did all the big ones did. Gymshark, thousands of athletes, Alphaly, my protein. But I feel like they should always hold on to that core unit because that is literally the brand. They watch, they, it seems people. to be watered down a little. That's from like, I don't know if you saw Christian's latest video. Did you watch it? Nah. He spoke about this a little bit and about like how the he he off, like a lot of influencers got offloaded because he felt like it was getting away from what he'd originally set up the influencer thing for, which is, why, which is why this is fucking ironic. Like. I'm not going to say anything, but that's exactly what I advised in my video when I put up why I left Alphaly. I was like, don't lose that. Don't lose that touch. Mm. Because, bro, when you thought of Alphalete back in 2018, who, you you didn't see the brand or the logo. You saw those eight I could, I could name them now. Like, that's, exactly. That's, that's the whole point. But again, I know it's business, and I'd say it's way more profitable to just have this shit mass marketed. But I know they're all going to go back to that. Gymshark start, low-key start going back to that. They've done a couple of these um, campaigns. I can't remember the name, but it was like a strength campaign where they went around and all the strongest Gymshark athletes done like a tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were doing powerlifting meets, this and that. Stuff like that. It's I feel like the longevity of a business, they're all going to go back to that. They're all going to have their, their 8, 9, 10, 15, whatever it is, athletes, and they're going to be the face. They're, they're going to be whatever values they hold. That's what's going to carry the brand. That's why, like, again, that's why most of all the first Alpha Lee athletes, they were all very similar. 
mm. very motivational people like Rob, yeah. Caroline, Maddie Brandon. Maddie Fusaro, do you know him? Oh, recognize his name. He did the, uh, he used to do the, um, fuck. He'd do like the full day of eatings and he had like his, his missus. I'll send him after. He's like, OG, OG, OG. I'll probably have, if he's OG, I'll probably yeah, have some. He's OG yeah. as fuck. Um, so with that in mind, right, you you build up, you you never obviously turn down other opportunities with other apparel companies. I'd say like all the big names have been on to you. Does this, does, the, does this experience kind of sour the whole idea of signing with the company now? And does it make you want to do your own thing versus? That's a good question. Like, is there other brands out there that you're like, if they asked, I'd still get involved? Um, there's like a couple of things I need to check off, bro. It's it's not only because the way the way it is now, bro. It's how much are you paying me? Okay, I like that amount. I don't care who you are, what your brand is, what you stand for. I want money. For me, I always still want to check off a couple of things. It's like career wise, can they benefit me? Mm. So see what what like Alphaly has done now. They've flown all, all their athletes over and they're getting them involved. And like, that's given them an opportunity to film things, get content, yeah. anything like that. When it was like the mass amount of athletes, you never got that opportunity unless you were like top dogs. And mm. um, so it's like, what can they do for me? For Obviously I have to, I have to like the product. That's the yeah. main thing. If they send me some stuff and I'm like, this shit's ass. Mm. It's an immediate no, even if they offer me a heavy bag, it's just a no. In fairness, Alphaly's quality is fucking great. Is like good, that yeah, that is, is one good. of the big things like. You know, it's it's all like the top brands. They are going to be good. Mm. They are. So there, there's probably what, what's going around now. VQ. It's all the same manufacturers, man. From what probably, I hear, anyway, like you know, probably VQ is good. They sent me some stuff. Um, they Jim just Shark. they just launched some nice new shit. Actually, VQ. I saw and like really? their, their latest content's nice. Yeah. So VQ would be good. Um, Alphaly, Gymshark. It'll be hard. Maybe you might not fuck with a, with an item or how it is or or what it is. Like Alphaly has launched some some mad stuff in the past. You know. But Christian's Christian's an innovator, yeah. so he he will try something, mm. see if it hits. If it doesn't hit, on to the next. So it's good. So he'd launch some stuff, and you're like, "What is this?" But it, it, you might still fuck with it. Um, yeah, bro, it's hard. To, it's hard to receive product from the biggest ones and say this is shit. So yeah, most yeah, yeah. of the time, it's usually do, do you mess with the the messages they're sending, or do you again? They are going to go back to this route, bro, of having just a couple of athletes. I know that's the route all these companies are going to go. They're still mass market, but they'll only be flying their main athletes and keeping them to face. Yeah. So do, do you fuck with that? Do you fuck with the messages they have? Mm. Um, again, bro, it's, it's not like they're going to be, have a controversial message. If they are a fitness yeah. brand, they're usually going to just carry, yeah. go get it, go to the gym, blah, blah, blah. Believe in yourself. Exactly, exactly bro. So like that, that, that brings up the question, fucking GG fit starts and you, you run it the way you think it should mm. be run. You bring on some small creators. Here's the thing, man. With with clothing, I feel like not only is it competitive, bro, but anyone I've ever seen start a clothing brand, it will consume their being. That's so they, Dave, they have David to become, from How to Beast, who we had on, said one piece of advice: never get into clothes. That's, I don't. I have. I probably haven't seen that, and and this is my own opinion. I've never had anyone tell me this. I've never seen anyone talk about this. But I've just any time I've ever seen anyone start a clothing brand and it's only clothing, bro, because if you're not dropping monthly, you're left behind. If someone starts a clothing brand, I've never seen anyone do it and it not consume them. Bro, I've, I've been in Houston uh, at periods where there was big drops happening with Alpha Lee and seeing how 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 long Christian was working, he'd go days without sleeping. He, this man is, oh, that's what I give to this man. He's a workhorse. But I feel like that's just in him. He probably doesn't even know he's working that hard. But this fellow will be up for three days, bro. Oh, that's because there's he's... a drop next week and shit. I've never seen it 
fully consume a being. And it, it, I've only ever seen it with clothing, bro. Like supplement brands, they check into the warehouse, everything going good. Yeah. yeah. New flavor. Yeah, but with this clothing, bro, they're in. There's 150 samples. There's sleepless nights because you've dropped. You have to get the website ready. You have to test fabrics and send back fabrics. I've, I've done drops before, mm. bro. If you test a fabric and you need to change a percent of a specific fabric in it, you have to do a whole other sample, test that. Mm. Minimum orders and all that shit. I, I honestly, that honestly, obviously, though, obviously, it's more paying, but that feels like worse than than a soul destroying Man, nine to five. It, it drove him to an Adderall addiction. Like he spoke about it. He I was didn't like, see I was, that. yeah, and the same thing. So Adderall. He, yeah, he was addicted to Adderall for three years. He was taking. Bro, wh- what is Adderall? What actually Adderall is is, is a derivative or it's same compound as cocaine. So that's it's a it's a, like meth. It's that's that's <laughs> so the, it's, meth. it's meth essentially. Oh, so like shit. it gives you like huge in the states for studying and all. But he came out similar thing. Did you see the video where he put one out and he looked like he was tweaking a little yeah, bit? Yeah, bro. It? That was it. He was crashing off like three days. Was on loads of Adderall and all the comments were like, "This is an Adderall breakdown." I we can see it. They came out later and said he's he's off it now. But like during that Alpha Land building period, he said like I didn't sleep. I was addicted to Adderall. Like so, it just shows that like even though you see him, you're like, oh, that's what the grind is. Like he would admit that was unsustainable. You know. Yeah, but it, I I only see it with clothing, bro. Yeah. Of it's just this clothing, bro. It's because it's so competitive. You have to you have to stay on top of drops. If you're not dropping again every month, you are forgotten. Unless you're someone like fucking Gucci, where you're just you're in there, you're solidified, you're up there, and yeah. you're chilling. Like Gymshark could probably do a drop if they wanted every six months. You got to be a year ahead of yourself or two years ahead of yourself. It's it's crazy. I've just I've never seen I've never seen anything like it, and I it's I will never start clothing brands. If I ever if I do, best believe. I'm just the face of it and someone else is doing that shit. Mm. So it won't be, it won't be nothing to do with me. It'll be a brand that I, I've, I've heavily, I have heavy input in. Mm. Like I have a passion to, to dive in and give ideas and concepts. And it's like a collaboration. It's like what all oh. the, make, the makeup mods are doing next. Bro, it's like what everyone's doing. It's, yeah. it's prime. It's fucking, I, I, I'm not too sure, but I feel like, most energy drinks are like that as well like yeah. maybe not these but, but even any, ghosts do a little bit they'll collab on a on a specific product with one of their influencers like yeah, exactly yeah it's, it's yeah that's what i'd like not yeah. maybe not a collab but it would be my brand i'd be the face of it but someone would you get all the input percent, but yeah you're not you're not calling percent. manufacturers the whole time being like exactly i i don't think i'd ever because i wouldn't have time to do anything else bro i wouldn't have time for a relationship travel youtube it would be this collab, collab, brand, this is me. yeah you mentioned relationship uh can we talk about them a little bit? Yeah, go for it, man. Uh, how did you how did you guys first initially meet? In the gym, man. Yeah. It's, it, there's no weird story. It's in the gym. It's texts. It's going out for food. And yeah, I have no special fucking love story where we saw each other on a beach in a different country and said, I love you. It's just your average. Yeah, bro. We, we didn't meet on no fucking dating app or. Yeah. Nah, it was all. It was in person. What a. I have two questions that I'm interested with. Number one, uh, what impact has she had on your life? And like, how is she, what, what, what has she done to make you better? In what areas of your life have you improved? Yeah, I feel like, it, bro, it's super important. If you, if you have a partner and you have dreams or aspirations, if they don't, not cater, but if they don't, mm, I have to be careful here. They don't have to do anything for that or for it at all. But if they're not, supportive of uh, even if it's a silly decision in the moment if they're not supportive of that like that's why the relationship with parents is is tricky and it's there's tension if if you haven't got anything to show for it but if you have like a partner and you know you're a partner if they're not supportive of something even if there isn't anything to show for it right there Mm -hmm. it's it's gonna play in the back of your mind you're gonna go home you're gonna have arguments you're gonna have this that even though you might not live with each other but 
again, it's someone you're around a lot. So if they don't see the vision just as well as you do, even if there's nothing to show for it there, mm. I don't think it would work out. And that's just for someone like me where, where that's always a priority. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm not doing good here, I can't make another person happy. If my career is not going good or again, bro, I, I deal with, I'm not going to say the actual term, but dark days and there's no explanation for it i could just wake up and it's just there i don't know if it's genetic or it runs in the family there could be signs of that but everything could be going sick in my life bro and i'll wake up and it's just just nothing mm. I, it's i find it hard to appreciate anything even if everything's going good on socials or income or anything family's all good everything i'll still wake up and i'll still be in a, in a strut and I'd say she's good for that. Get me out of that, bro. Mm-hmm. Get me out of that straw. Even if it's very minimal, it's having someone that's even if it's even if I'm in a bad humor, they still won't be instead of matching my energy all the time. So, yeah. good person to be around, supportive, and again, even if there's nothing to show for it or, or or nothing is is visible, still willing to push me if I don't push myself. So if I'm having a shit day, they're like, nah, still get up and do it. Mm-hmm. Boom. That, I'm a simple man, bro. If I'm around someone, they have to be. I don't need someone doing a lot for me. They just maybe they don't know they do a lot for me. But if they're supportive and they can get me out of a straw, and I, I like their energy and I like their personality, they're usually in my circle. Mm. And obviously, relationship I'm around them every day, so and I love her. So you know, what if uh, what well, what kind of person do you think you'd be, or like how different would your journey be if you were doing this solo? You probably wow. work, you'd work yourself into the fucking ground, mate. No, I don't know, bro. I, I, I genuinely couldn't tell because I'm like. That's a hard one. Because what I was saying about just being, having random periods could be a week straight where I'm down, mm. like down. Everything could be going great and I just can't see the light. Doing that alone, it's even, even now, bro, if I'm alone for about a week, like let's say she's off or I don't see family or getting yourself out of Astro is hard. Mm-hmm. Getting yourself out of Astro is very hard. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know where I'd be, bro. Honestly, I don't know if I'd have a better head on my shoulders or a worse, or I could have went down a separate path because I was around friends more. Or I think that's a good thing, man. Yeah. Um, finding a girl where, because obviously as you get older, you're gonna you're gonna separate from your mates a bit. But if you didn't have someone or something to keep you distracted or, or grounded, grounded or like where would I have been? Would I have been back out with mates, partying, going down that route? Where I don't know where I'd be, bro. I don't even know if I'd be here. So yeah. I genuinely can't say, man. It, it could have been a complete 180. I could be out on the streets asking for two euro, man. Who knows? Living in the beamer, like. <laughs> just live out of it. And stream, Bro, ha- stream out the backseat. Who knows if I, if I would have had that beamer? They have, um, you kind of mentioned something there. And it's, it's, it's been a, a, a bit of a staple of your content has always been, you've spoken about the positives and negatives of living in Dublin and being a creator that lives in Ireland. You've spoken about how... I'm sure being able to collaborate much harder. Do you think that your growth was slowed by living in Ireland? This stresses me out. I am, I low key, because there's not a lot of people here that do what I do, I feel like I've capped out. Um, Like any growth period that happens with me right now is when I'm abroad, Mm. is when I have this trip booked for this amount of time and I know I grind when I'm over there because there's way more opportunity because it could just be, again, being in Houston and bumping into Jesse. I'm not going to bump into Jesse in a gym in Dublin. Yeah. Like those, like it's mad. Just being in a location will set yourself up for much more opportunities. So yeah, I I, I wish, I, I always say this, I wish everybody stuck to it here because I, 
we could all have ridden off each other and, and bounced off each other and collaborated until we were, pff, I'm telling you, bro, I wish everyone kept at it. Anytime I see Kyle, I'm on his ass, bro. I'm like, bro, start making videos, this, that. Like he, Kyle has an amazing physique, bro. Like genetically gifted physique. I'm like, you have a gap right here. You have something I don't have. He'd, he'd I put, have he'd to put up, stuff to look like you. He'd be on this, uh, he'd put up and he'd be like, oh, I'm just, I'm right at the end of my gaining phase now. Fucking and he's shredded, 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 shredded He's me bits. two weeks yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not that, it's, it's, I see potential in people, bro. That's what I have an eye for. I feel like if I was ever to drop off this, I would have an eye for who's next. Hmm. And it's it's hard when you when you have a friend and you're like you see potential in that friend and they're not doing something. Uh, and that's with everyone. That's with Sean as well, bro. He 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 was doing good. I don't know why he stopped. Obviously, he has his own reasons. But if we were all still doing it, Alex as well, we there would be more. That's the thing. If there was if we had kept at it and we had all risen, I guarantee you there would be a whole network in Ireland under us where people dropped off. It was only me. I was traveling. I was over here gaining the US audience. I was here gaining the UK audience. So. There was never a, a heavy, obviously, if you would have known me before, you would have felt like there was, but I doubt there was a, as big of a presence of me in Ireland during the actual growth when I was like traveling to the US and and stuff like that. Like, bro, I have people coming up to me now asking me, am I that lad off TikTok? I'm like, I don't, am I? No, I'm like, I don't know who you might have saw, but I'm, I don't feel like I'm big enough on TikTok to be that lad you saw. So I'm like, I don't know, show me. And I'm like, have you ever seen a video? There was a lad in the gym that said it to me. He was like 18 said it to me i was like might be then he said the video i was like yeah that's me i was like have you never seen my youtube he's like no you do youtube bro well i left the gym that day <laughs> i thought you did a cinnamon bun reviews you're like bro it's it, i just feel like ireland could have had it but it's it's everyone here saw more opportunity elsewhere someone like me i saw opportunity abroad i'm traveling someone like sean may have saw opportunity in the workspace said this is a better idea for me um yeah, I, I wish, I, I just wish there was more people doing what, what I'm doing. YouTube in general, bro, TikTok is flying. If I was a TikToker, there'd probably be no cap, bro. I'd have a couple million followers. Yeah, I might go that route. Yeah. But um, with YouTube, and YouTube is always going to be my baby, it's it's either I have to get out of here or else I'll stay exactly where I am. So that's why you'll always see me traveling for a couple of months or even now I'm at that point in life, bro, where I'm like, after this next prep, when I come home, there's no way I'm staying here. Before I leave, before the end of the last month of prep, I'm giving my notice into my apartment and it's either Dubai, it could be LA, I don't know where I'm gonna be, but it's definitely not gonna be here. I feel like I've, I've capped out. You're talking about moving, obviously for prep and all those kind of things. Do you think when you go away, like could you do long-term? Be like, I'm, I'm gonna set up shop somewhere else? Oh man, it's not anything I've experienced yet. So it could be, like when you're living in Houston, are you like, it's fucking cool out here? Or are you like, this is fun for the trip, can't wait to get back to Dublin? Um, I can't wait to get back just to like check back in with family and stuff, but I, I, I've i lost my love for Dublin, bro. Dublin used to be, I used to look forward to coming home from trips. Um, it's different. Again, now. I feel like maybe the next year or so, my life is going to determine whether I am here or I'm posted up here and this is my hub and I'm just traveling like a lot of the year mm. or I set up camp somewhere else and like live there and do most of my year there and maybe just travel back to Dublin once or twice a year. Mm. I feel like the next 12 months of my life will determine that. But um, I have to, I have to get out and experience it, bro. I need to do a year somewhere. I need yeah. to feel that if, if it's going to hit, I need to feel if I get lonely, I need to feel all that. Like yeah. I don't, I feel like I've traveled enough to know that Dublin is, is close. It's a flight away. Whenever I want, I can dip yeah. over. If anything's gone wrong, I can fly straight back. Um, but the place I, I want to be set up has to like check every box. It has to be, like you mentioned, Marbella and it's good weather and it's 
there's highs and lows in terms of traffic that's in and work you have but I, I want something that's consistent you know so like that's why Dubai might be a good spot because if you want you can go to JBR and you can experience the madness or you can go 20 minutes out and chill so you yeah. could you could literally have all, all your works out for the whole year because people are traveling in and out Dubai is like a hub yeah you have a um, steady flow of collaborations coming yeah, in then all the time. Not even that, but just a consistent life. I hate highs and lows, bro. I hate, that's what's really messed with me lately is when I go on these trips and I'm in Houston for two months and I'm living this high, everything's going great. I'm meeting people, I'm meeting new faces every day, energy's high, uh, everything's just falling in, in, into line. And then I come back to Dublin and it's like, boom, mm. I'm alone, I'm in the apartment, it's dull, it's raining. Mm. I hate it, bro. It's like, if that's the biggest thing with me the last two years is because I travel so much and I become seasoned to travel yeah. and experiencing that. When I come back to Dublin, it's like, shit, mm. this is it. That's why I'm, that's why I'm, I'm like a fiend for traveling. The second I go back to Dublin and give me a month, bro, and I'm, I'm on Skyscanner, I'm looking for, uh, where's, where's good next? Will I fly to LA? Will I go back to Dubai? I'm like, it's probably a bad thing, but maybe it's a sign for me. I need to get the fuck up out here. What, what about for prep in Dublin? Like you've nothing else to focus on. Does it help yeah, you at all to be able to just like monk mode it in yeah, the apartment? Yeah, you like, know, it's almost like a boot camp prep yeah, is. So Dublin isn't bad, but if you can have sun, you can have a better gym, better music, better energy because you're going to be down. You're going to be tired. You're going to be just dragging ass at the end of prep and anyone that can give you any sort of life at the end of prep, even if it's a friend that's just in a good humor that day and he's bulking, he has energy, he can push you through that workout or little things like that dublin doesn't have that for me i'm, I'm very i'm very solo in dublin bro i'm like yeah. a lone ranger over here I'll, I'll i'll link with friends every now and then but it's usually to get up to no good like a night out or partying or whatever so it's not productive for me so i'm usually just alone over here if it's not m it's probably parents brother that's it yeah. and then when i travel i have friends when i travel so Again, I, I I hate the highs and lows. I don't like peak of year, which is always for me when I travel for like the preps and all, or just a high in life. And then you come back to your normal life and you're not around a lot of people and you're alone a lot. And it's, yeah, I don't know. Um, That's what, that's the only reason I want to get out of here, bro, is my everyday life here isn't ideal for me. Even yeah. if it was just sun, it'd probably make it a bit better because I have a yeah. nice balcony. Yeah. But it's fucking raining. Yeah, I see you doing like uh, you'll be doing like fucking prep, and then you'll be out in the bike in the fucking rain in the morning. Like, yeah, I've go. been there, bro. I've been yeah. out there on like hailstones, man. Yeah. I still get it done. Um, kind of wrapping wrapping up with like last couple of questions. We we've talked about YouTube a little bit and how you've kind of uh, manipulated your content throughout the years to try and fit into the YouTube algorithm and help your videos pop. Uh, what do you think the current state of YouTube is, and where do you kind of fit into that? I feel like honestly, bro, that's something I I have. I could have done way better. I am, um, I'm stubborn. I'm a stubborn person. Same. So if I if I was really liking making a certain style of content, I'll try my best to again keep knocking on the door with that. Mm. But sometimes it's very obvious that this is working and this isn't working, and mm. it'll take it'll take me sitting down and say, Glenn, this isn't working. Fucking do this, even if you don't like it right now. Learn to love it. But current state, bro, is clips. If you're not, if you're not catching clips, or you are not on these short form platforms, even Instagram Reels, it's still the reach. The potential of reach is outrageous. TikTok, I almost feel like is isn't real, bro. You upload a picture of, or you upload a video of your dog just sitting there, ten, not doing anything. Ten million views. I feel like there's something up here, or if not, the reach and the potential of that platform is outrageous. So even if you are you love long form if you are not prioritizing maybe grabbing a clip or lining up for even a podcast a question where you know you're going to grab that clip mm. if you're not if you're not consciously that's not a conscious part of your like content creation 
you're not going to be left behind because look at Mr. Beast. Like that fella is, is YouTube's fucking, the face of YouTube. And yeah. he obviously has the short form, but he could never upload short form and be good because yeah. he knows what works on that long form platform. But if you're someone who doesn't have the knowledge of being able to pick stuff apart, uh, see these little things, what's working, what's not, being able to dissect algorithms, if you're not that person and you just like making content, has to be short form. Mm-hmm. Or at least you need to prioritize clips, which is something that I, I don't do enough of. I say this, but I don't put it into practice, bro. I'm, I'm so, YouTube is my number one. And then I realize I've wasted a week of making a YouTube video and I look at my TikTok and I haven't uploaded in two weeks and I'm like, shit. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely need to get better at that, but... Again, you could have a passion for short form, stick at it, you're gonna get way further than if you start YouTube today. If I was to start all over again, it would be TikTok. Mm. I wouldn't start a YouTube channel until I had a million TikTok followers. That would be it. It'd be every waking moment, what's the next TikTok? This boom, and boom, transition boom. Transition into YouTube. For I that. wouldn't touch YouTube. I see people starting a YouTube and a TikTok and an Instagram all at the same time. I'd start Instagram, TikTok, I'd funnel them back and forth, short form, just bouncing off each other. Millions of views for silly content. You don't have to spend days, weeks editing. And then when, when I know the conversion from TikTok, is there? even if it was like 10K subs, bro, if I know that could happen overnight, which is, you'd probably need about a million followers on TikTok to convert 10K like, like that. Yeah. Once I got to that point, then I start the long form. So even if your passion is long form, bite the bullet, start short form, prioritize uh, clips. Again, bro, you could go out and film a long form video, yeah. but never make it make the long form video and upload it. You can go out and film for two hours and have two hours worth, or if you could get out of your lucky, an hour worth of clips. Mm. So yeah, I feel like content now, bro, is we're in a clip era. Mm. I, I see everyone say, even streamers, bro, and streamers is the longest form of content. There's six hours of them just raw. Stream, but stream. they are prioritizing clips. If they know they got like six clips out of a stream, good stream. Yeah, That's Aiden. Aiden's like, I, I don't, I, I've never watched an Aiden Ross stream. I know exactly what's going on in his life. I know Playboy Cardi coming in, taking, taking the bag bail now. Um, what? I have uh, I have two last questions. Number one, uh, very quick one. Uh, are you bringing out bagels? I want to. You should. I need. If anybody's watching, and you that's have a your connect, prime. That's your prime. Bro, like you have a connect with a baker. See, this is the thing with bagels, bro. Is can it be? Can it be global? Because bagels is bread. Bread expires. Yeah. When it comes to a product that has an expiration date, it becomes very tricky, bro. So and you need to sell it quick. So if you haven't got a high demand, which I, I feel like I could for bagels, like if anyone's bodybuilding, bro, or even you, you just like breakfast, you're going to like bagels. Yeah. Plus I'm a bit ba- like, how much have you seen bagels in my videos or me talk about bagels or this or that? So there's definitely, there's definitely some, some brand attachment to me with a bagel mm. or there's another one that I don't want to say in case someone robs it. But um, yeah, I need, I need to figure out the, the, the expiration, the expiration thing. So can I make it global or is that not possible? Is this just going to be an Irish thing that's stocked in Irish stores? And another one is a goddamn baker or not a baker, but a bakery or someone who can manufacture this like mass. That's all I need. Once I get that, which I'm finding it hard to find, bro, I've done hours of Google research. I can't find a single one that isn't already an established one that doesn't take on any outside it's it's there they're the baker they have six big brands and that's all they do i can't find i don't know how you even go about that yeah. whereas if you want to make clothing bro alibaba.com get your clothing sorted. it's probably a monopoly like there's probably it's probably one guy um yeah last question uh give me your give me your biggest goal for 2024 okay let me get deep big this it could be a lot bigger bro but my biggest goal is to make my everyday life better so it's not and it's not the other goals I'm gonna I'm gonna 
go at anyway. But if I can make my every waking moment of my off day is better, mm. everything else is just kind of tenfold. Because mm. I, I go from having really good days when I'm busy to days where I'm like clicking fingers and not knowing what to do. And those days, they compound. Yeah. They, so let's say you have six of those days and you, know, you have a crazy week next week. You're coming in out of a strut to get back to your happy self again. So if I could make my goal for this year is to be set up in, in wherever I am or whatever I'm doing, but to enjoy my off days or have just a more ideal schedule, better, not a schedule, bro. It could be just me doing nothing, but I'm in a better location around better people and a better atmosphere for, for what I do. So I feel like we're just getting down to me getting out of Dublin, bro. Let's be real. <laughs> I, I, uh, I chat about this with a lot of people like I said when we first moved to Spain I got into that apartment I went why would I ever move home I remember and all my mates be like I, I'd be able to bring my mates out for free they yeah. could stay with me and it was the best thing ever and then about two years in I got but two got years back is a long that's time that's what I mean bro, yeah, so you, yeah. you have to go away to come back like you have to go away to be like fuck that was great in Dublin and you could be like man I just miss a bit of rain do you know what I mean like that could be yeah. it or you're like it's but it, it does take I lived in Canada and when I first got to Canada I was like no way I'm coming home why would I leave such a fucking great vibrant part of the world and then I miss home and then I'll, I'll give you more just because that one was a very soppy self goal of mine and that wouldn't motivate people right but I'm sure you can understand that just being yeah. in and around the same age yeah. your everyday life on and off away from work will just make you feel better work better connect better everything Goal for this year is pro card, bodybuilding pro card. I don't know if I'm going to compete after that. I don't know if I have what it takes to be Mr. Olympia. I was going to say, you look way bigger than the last time I saw you. Bro, I'm down right now. I'm I've, I've seen you right since, like, since like Blessing. Remember that video we do with Blessing? And I filmed that? Bro, that's, that, was, that was the number one reason I really wanted to get out and do this for you because you stuck your neck out for me back then. Thank yeah. you. Bro. Thank so you, I'm bro. like, I'm definitely going to do this. Uh, just lining up was tricky. Because again, bro, we'd be like, you'd be like, let's say this date. I remember what I was saying, I'll leave gaps. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, in case something pops up and I'm letting you down, so let's ask oh, me soon. You're all good, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, I knew I was going to do this for you because you stuck your neck out for me. Um, So pro card. Uh, again, I don't know if I'm going to pursue bodybuilding much more after that. It's either I'm not delusional, bro. If I can't be the number one in the world, I'm going pro and I'm quitting. Mm -hmm. Back to YouTube, back to the roots. Pro card and um, probably get out of Dublin. Hopefully Dubai or somewhere nice. Um, I'm not going to talk about goal with income, but I have a number in mind that I want I want to achieve that. And we're on a good path right now. Propose. Nah, too nah, soon, bro. Hey, yeah, play, too play, soon. Play, 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 play. Yeah. Sorry, nah, sorry, sorry. I, I, that, that's not even a duration thing. It's not, okay, I know we're this long. It's an age thing for me. It's it's when I'm ready. It's when I feel like... 45. Maybe 50. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what else, man? I'm a simple man, bro. It's probably those two now, but I know along the way I'll have a new goal next month. I'll have mm. another goal after that. But they're like the main things is better everyday life, pro card. Um, probably get out of Dublin, man. Yeah. Learn how to miss Dublin. I think that's the, that's going to be You know, maybe that's one. what I need, bro. Maybe I'm just in Dublin too much and I don't travel I think for long that's, enough. I, th I think that's it, man. Because you get you get the best period of being abroad for like the two months. You're like, oh, this is sick. But maybe if you'd been there for a year, six months in, it starts to wear off. Here's the biggest thing for me though with, with Dublin and, and why I feel like I need to get out is it's not that I don't really like Dublin. It's I'm paying so much to be here yeah. when I could be paying that exact amount. Way better to be somewhere else and being that somewhere else could have my income rise to her because opportunities are are coming in and i just feel like i'm throwing shit at a wall being a dublin bro so there's this this is rent money just at the wall every month so it's it's almost like i need to get out quick because you I'm, could pay I'm less burning. for a better place 
in yeah, a better and then still in, come in back to Dublin, city. bro, but not have a twelve months worth of rent being just thrown out of wall every every yeah. year. Yeah. All right, lads. Uh, Glenn, thank you so much for coming on, appreciate man. It, I generally bro. appreciate it. Uh, lads, get over to Glenn's shit. Now, there's going to be a, you need to be careful. There's going to be a wave. <laughs> you need to like, no, already coming in. No, no, lads, <laughs> go inside, not even live. Uh, there's going to be about 17, 29 year old men and my auntie coming over to check out your content. So bang that stuff up, all right? Uh, yeah, lads, appreciate you listening. We'll have no one in next week. Trying to get Connor Ryan in in the next couple of weeks. Uh, apparently might be happening, who knows? Get in, Connor. Uh, so yeah, we'll chat to you later, lads. Appreciate it. Take it Peace. easy.